Welcome to Glove Drop. Okay, guys, how's everybody doing today? This is episode 98. Woo! And <clears throat> the last day of 2018. We've done it, people. Give yourself a clap. Woo! 2018 was, for me, woo, what a year. Learned so much more about myself. Oh, man. There was ups. There was downs. It was life. 2018. Crazy. I didn't realize that this was like the last day of the year right before I did this podcast. I was like thinking, yeah, I got to go party for New Year's. Get the partying aspect down in my head. But I was like, didn't really click in. I was like, oh, shit. 365 days done. Today's the last one. Mm. But it was a great year for me, man. Hopefully it was a great, amazing year for you guys. Canada, legalization, come on, a marijuana. Can't wait to see how, you know, all the little hiccups and the growing pains and it all works out in the next year. Edibles will be coming out in October the 17th of 2019. So we got a lot of shit going on, people. This is going to be great. But we are doing an MMA podcast. So let's talk about MMA this episode. UFC 232. Whew. Oh, there's so much to get into. And I mean, we're going to break down some fights hard. Conspiracy? Maybe, but we're going to break it down and I'm going to show you guys why I th what I think about Megan Anderson and Kat Zangano fight. To me, that's one of the most interesting fights of the whole card. But the card, from top to bottom, guys, I think is one of the best freaking stack cards they could ever put on. Like, I know that my buddy was talking about um, in New York when there was three belts. Okay, I get that. But damn, this was good. Okay, um... Where do we where do we want to start? Um, well, I'm going to start with Megan Anderson and Casagano, just right in there. That was on. Um, so that was a co-made event on the prelims on Fox Sports One. So that was the last women's fight ever. On Fox Sports 1 with the UFC. They might get something work out, you know. 10, 15 years something might happen when they're on all of the network, networks, you know. But right now, that was the last fight ever of the women's. 145 pounds. These two phenomenal women went out there. And I wasn't even mentioned that they're the last females. To start to end off. I mean, come on. 
That's tremendous. Remember when Dana White said that there would never be in the UFC? Mm. It's awesome to see how much we've grown. So let's go on and talk about how what happened with Casagano and Megan Anderson. So How can I say this? How do I want to approach this? Um, I'm just going to be sharing this. One second. Boom. Bang. And boom. Okay. So it was stopped. Megan Anderson got the wind. Um, So, Megan Anderson went and kicked, Megan Anderson kicked Casagono and got her in the eye. And um, the referee didn't uh, waver off or anything, and Kat just, you know, she turned, and she went to the court, she had her back towards Megan. She went um, to the cage and put her, one of her arms over to drape over the thing, saying, okay, there's something wrong. Well, there's a couple punches that Megan uh, thrown, and then the referee stopped it, and they were like, there's something wrong in the eye. Okay. Now, I want you guys to watch this, because I think this is a technique from Megan Anderson. Now, when they were showing clips of Megan Anderson before this fight, Megan throws a kick to a girl. I believe it's an Evicta. Hits the girl, and it looks exactly the same. Her big toe goes right in the eye. Like, you know how everybody accuses John Jones and other fighters for keeping their hands open? And almost every fight, they, you know, get an eye poke or something. And it's like a technique. Because if you have blurry vision, you're fucked, right? So I think that she learned, because she has long reaches with her legs, how to flick up. And not like to lose an eye type of thing, but just to get the blurriness of the person. So, you know, can you imagine if you get kicked in the eye, you know, with your, um, with the sh- with the, your um, heel or the ball of your foot? So I don't think it's more of like flicking with the toenails or anything like that. I think more of like to hit the eye to get the blurriness. Because if you look, she throws a kick and then she comes in for the kill. Because she knows that they're all fucking blurry. I don't think it's the type of kick that going for a knockout, the type of power. She just knows because if you go, you look, she flicks it upwards. She doesn't go sideways for like the power like you do with a fucking baseball bat. It's more of like a flick. So that's what I was thinking. It's like when I watched the commercial, when I watched the let up, I was like, holy shit, this girl's using it as a technique. And then with Kat, that's what happened. And Kat Sagano's eye is fine. So I really, I think that's a technique. Now, I don't know if they're going to be, um, rule, like, going to be, you know, that's something they're going to watch out for. But, like, because. 
The only reason I say watch out for is um, Mike Winklejohn. He got kicked, and somebody didn't really cut his nails good, and he fucking lost an eye. So, and if you look at Katsagono, just a little bit um, above on her eye, her eyelid had a little, 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 little cut. Like, well, I don't know how little it was, but on TV it didn't look too bad. But, so, that's something, but that's one thing that, you know, I wanted to really talk about right at the beginning I thought was very interesting was um, the Megan Anderson and Kat Sangano, how I really think that, that it's a technique that she's using. Because she's like six one, man, six feet, six one. So and looking at her, she looks like she's like her height, like the is legs, not body, so shit. Um I don't know if they're going to redo it. I don't think they should redo it. I think this is a technique. I think this is um, a new, something that the girls are going to have to watch. And, you know, get the fuck in close and don't stand out. Don't let her use those kicks because she's a smart, smart, smart fighter. Smart fighter. Um, yeah. But I just want everybody to know that's, that was the last fight. I wonder if that's how they want it. Can imagine having Cyborg and Nunez being the last fight on Fox, but whoo! Oh, that was a golden fight right there. Chris Cyborg versus Mana Nunez. Okay, guys. I've been obsessed with Chris Cyborg for years. I mean, I'm talking before Gina Carano. Oh, man, she was like a beast. I thought she was going to kill Gina, Gina Carano when they were going to fight like way before then. So she is amazing striker, a, a great athlete. Um, whew, What can you say? What can you not say about her? She's done anything, everything in the women's industry that you could think of in um, fighting. Um, Yeah, man. And she's been a dominated champion at 145 for years. Like, Ronda Rousey was scared to fight this chick, okay? And um, Amanda Nunes comes in. And I think it was like 51 seconds. I think Amanda Nunes comes in. John and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 51 seconds, Amanda Nunes fucking stops Cyborg and watching Amanda Nunez's throws whoo oh accurate so accurate the power oh using her shoulder the motion was just freaking beautiful glorious guys like whoo I okay I love Amanda Nunez I think she is or the one. She is she is the greatest women's fighter ever. But I've always went against her. Fuck, man, I'm an idiot. Like I love her, but I always I I, I thought Cyborg was gonna win. I thought Valentina was gonna win last time. But man, prove me wrong every time. Who is there next for her to fight? Like, oh, she is a beast. She is next level. Um, her heart. Her accuracy, 
She doesn't like they came out guns a blazing fucking just throwing bombs but accuracy. She was not showing any any fucking backing down. She was like, "You think I'm not like that I'm going to be fucking going to get pressured by you? No, you're going to get pressured by me, okay, bitch?" And Amanda Nunes, woo! Congratulations, girl. She did it. It was nothing but spectacular. 51 seconds. What can you say? Um, are they going to do it again? Hell no. They shouldn't. Oh. Uh, none of this fucking rematch shit. Go kick ass and get a fucking title shot back for that belt. That's what you do. Rematch right away. Come on. Um... But now you could do Megan Anderson versus Cyborg, maybe? Huh? 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 Megan Anderson coming on a win. Give her Cyborg coming off a loss. Yeah. And then if she wins, maybe she can go against Manda Nunes for the belt. What do you think? What do you think? Huh? Hey, UFC. That's a pretty good fucking... Um, that is a good match. Megan Anderson, Chris Cyborg, winner. Chris Cyborg wins. Gets a rematch back. Or... Megan Anderson, if she wins, she gets a title shot. Ooh, I like that. I'll be a matchmaker UFC. I'll help you out. Okay. That was, yeah. That was a co-main event. Now, Michael Chiesa versus Carl's, Carl's Condit. Guys, I thought for sure the Condit was going to win. Um... I just thought that, you know, he was going to be the bigger 170, 170 year and podcast time yawning. Um, yeah, guys, was I wrong? Um, Kimura, Kiesa, submits Condit. It was beautiful. Um, I think that one thing I realized is this weight cut. If you don't really have to weight cut, like, okay, he has to been doing 155 forever. And now he looked fucking great. Strong, speed, everything. They're losing too much. We're, we're not getting to see the potential of these fighters. Okay, I'm about, Chiesa was amazing, okay? Congratulations. I think it's a great win for him at 170. There are going to be some really good fights and interesting fights for him at 170. But I'm thinking um, Henry Cejuda is fighting um, uh, Dillashaw. He's going up. No. No, Dillashaw's going down to 120. You know, Cejuda's going up, right? I gotta check that out. Flyweight. Oh, it is for the flyweight. Okay. So TJ, he's going down to 125. Not the bantamweight. Okay. Well. If Henry goes up to 135, he's going to be some awesome. 
Because I think that the weight cutting is just killing these guys. Holy shit. Alex Hernandez versus Don Cerrone. That's going to be a fucking... Donald likes to go against these fucking studs, eh? Jeez. Okay. Let's go back to... um. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. I didn't realize that Dillashaw versus um, Henry Cejudo was fucking at 125. I thought it was on 135. At 135, I think that Cejudo would fucking... Um, I think Cejudo would fuck him up. So that's why I was saying that. But I don't know fucking shit. Okay, I called it. I said it. I told I, I told my buddy. I was like, listen, Corey Anderson is going to win. Oh, fuck yeah. And guess what? Corey Anderson won. It was Corey Anderson versus Latifi. And it was a good fight, man. Went three rounds, but Anderson. What can I say, man? He's good. He's he has talent. I think now he's thirteen and four. So you know, like damn, that moves him up now, like in the top five for sure, or close to it. So that I I was happy with that fight, but yeah, I called it, man. Chaz Mendez versus fucking Alexander Voltakovsky. Well, Alexander called for this fight. And because, you know, he know that beating a top five fucking opponent would just boost him up there. But guess what? Boy, was he ever right. Voltakovsky wins. Um, he won by TKO second round. Just had to make sure. So, yeah, I know it was good as fuck. Um, what can we say, man? Um, Alexander shown that you know he's moving closer to the top five. He's somebody to look out. He's nineteen and one now. Think of that, but Chad was, you know, was is eighteen to five now. So what does what does it does with Chad? Nothing. He's still fucking. He's still the man. That's all we can say on that. Oh, one second. Whoa. That would have sucked. It was telling me that the camera was going to die. I forgot to fucking plug it in. Woo! We're good. And I got my crotch all wet. <laughs> Fuck yeah. How do you cool down? With some water in the crotch. Woo! <laughs> Gotta get a little fucking stand to put water here. Mm. Okay. So where were we? Chad Mendez. 
Yeah. Alexander, fuck yeah. Oh, us, man. That's not too bad, Izzy. Not too bad, Izzy. Not too bad for the Aussies to the winning rate. Okay. So what I thought was really interesting was Andre Alosky versus fucking Walt Harris. Now, what I find interesting is the last fight on Fox Sports 1 is a heavyweight. And they started off seven years ago with Cain Velasquez versus Junior Santos for the fucking UFC Heavyweight Championship of the World. Woo! Yeah, man. Seven years ago, they fucking started that deal together. And now look, they ended with they started with the heavyweight. They ended. Walt Harris gets the win. I think Andre Olosky will get the fucking boot. But man, that was history in the making, guys. It was a great fight. I find that they set it up really great. Like BJ Penn. Okay, so Wall Harris gets the win. Last heavyweight. Let's go talk about BJ. So BJ Penn, they put him against Ryan Hall. Holy shit. They call him the wizard. Man, he is the most dangerous guy I have ever seen on the ground. I mean, not ever. Well, man, he's like Paul Paul Herreras. I think it's like that. But woof, that Brazilian with the ankle hooks, I want to let go like him. Um, can you see it? But man, Dana put him get put two fucking jujitsu guys against each other, and BJ has good striking. And <coughs> I think Hall fucked his his ankle, his fuck tore his leg up. Ryan Hall wins by submission, but holy shit, man. He is fucking something to watch out for. His fucking submission game is on the next level. He, he, I think he's a, a. I haven't really seen too much of him to know the how much of a round rounded, well rounded MMA athlete he is. But what I've seen so far, guys, shit. Like he is no joke at one fifty five. They're going to be some really interesting, fun fights to put him in against. 155 is a fucking stacked, stacked, stacked division. I mean, God, you could have Nate Diaz down there. Woo. You have Max Holloway probably soon enough there. Tony Ferguson, fucking Connor, fucking Khabib. Fucking ally, Quinta Tony, uh, Tony, uh, um, 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 Kevin Lee. Like, whoof. The list goes on. Anthony Pettis, Justin Poirier. And I'm probably forgetting some more top dogs. But I'm telling you, man, it's a stack, stack fucking division. 
I like to see where Ryan Hall's gonna go in there. And he's not taking a lot of damage either. Okay. We will talk about John Joe and the Gufferson, but that will be the last one. Okay, this is the last one I want to talk about. And then we'll go talk about John. We're going to talk about you guys. No. We're talking about Uriah Hall versus Bevan Lewis. I think Uriah Hall was fucking, um, that was his game plan the whole time was to to let um, Bevan wear himself out, gas himself out, and then give it to him. And that's what he did. Bevan looked great. Put on the pressure, though. And, you know, when, when fighters see certain expressions, they know they got you. When, they, when I, I mean, I'm assuming when Uriah Hall sees Bev Lewis, the way that he's breathing, gassing for air, like that kind of stuff, you know, he's like, okay, be patient, put it on him, give him pressure, let him waste some energy with big shots, then go fucking gas him, go give him fucking some pepper. That's why I find it interesting when you see them go for them. The guy goes fucking nuts. And then the other guy's like, okay. You had fun? My turn. Pop, 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 pop. But not full fucking. Not like full out like them. Just like a quarter of punches. Bang, 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 bang. Come on. Now come hit me. Full force. Okay. Bang, 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 bang. Who's going to be more tired? A guy going full force, right? Your eye hall needed this win. Glad he got it. This is awesome. Man, I'm telling you, this was an amazing fucking pay-per-view. So glad to get to see this. John Jones versus Gufferson. Man. John Jones. If you haven't, didn't, didn't know, guys. Now you know John Jones with the win. He gets his belt back. Now he is the UFC light heavyweight champion of the world once again. Should never have been stripped from him, but it is what it is. So yeah, man, this is awesome news for us. This is great. Like, the GOAT is back. And man, did he ever stop Gufferson in the third round? Like, fucking, he is fucking on fire. There is nothing, nothing you can take away from John. Um, he's not interested, he says, in going up to heavyweight against Daniel. I don't think Daniel can really make lightweight, and I think Dan I think Cormier knows that, and I think this is something that they're just using as a tool. I still believe it's going to be Daniel Cormier versus John Jones. Um, whew, that's his biggest fight. Um, there's three fights, really. You know, there's Dana White even said it. You know, Stipe, Brock Lesnar, and John Jones. Well. Line them all up. Let's get it done. I think it's going to be John Jones versus DC. And then John Jones versus Kane because Kane will go against. Ooh, you think it'll be John and Stipe? You think John will go against Stipe next? I don't know. 
But I think it might be John and fucking versus Kane Velasquez because I think Kane's going to beat the fuck out of Nagano. And then if Daniel does have three, then yeah. Dude, Stipe and Daniel, after he loses to John, because he's not going to win against John, and he won't win against fucking... Um, well, he should be Brock. But I just don't want to see Brock right now, like... Like, nah. Like, it does nothing. Just a one-off. Like, I don't know. I guess I want to see Brock versus John more than I want to see Brock versus fucking DC. Does that make sense? Could you imagine that? Ooh, Brock would get lit the fuck up. John would just be... He would go for a spear. John would be like, head kick. Boom! But I wonder if he would just go through the head, head, head kick. Bang! That would be interesting. John Jones versus Brock Lesnar. Ooh-wee! Ooh! There is some... Interesting fights. The UFC is going to be busy. You think he's you think Dana's working tomorrow? I think he's on it right now. But that's crazy, guys. Crazy. But yeah, man, John just looked fucking man, he just looks great. And then Gufferson's saying about a fucking groin shot. Give off of that crap. So I wonder I wonder how long before Anthony Smith gets a shot at John. I really think John's next place Daniel, so but if it's Anthony Smith, then ooh. When what's okay. Have it in March? But no, but ah. Uh, like, how active does John want to be? How active? He could definitely do four this year, but that's just me want to say, wanting him to do it. But, you know, he has kids. He has a life. But it would be nice to see him do four this year. But could he do four this year? He would need to do one. I guess if he would end it off. Maybe do one in March, July, April, May, yeah, July, then come back again in October, um, could be rush, October and then very end, so early October maybe, ooh, that would work, and then do a late fucking December. That's just me being greedy though. Okay. Well, that was UFC 232, guys. Oof. Pretty amazing card. Um, the greatest woman fighter ever in MMA history now goes down as Amanda Nunes. Remember that. That Brazilian. Woo. Amazing. John Jones. 
gets his belt back. Let's see what happened with him and Daniel. It's going to be interesting. So we'll see what happens with Carlos Condit and Chad Mendez. Sorry, Carl Michael Chiesa. They got some good matchup for Chiesa Condit. You know, I wonder if he's going to retire. I doubt it. He shouldn't, but you know, I wonder how much more face he got too. If you ever just thought about going with Coker. So our next uh, show, we will be talking about. Well, we'll see what happens with the news and everything, but the next fight, sorry, would be January the 19th. That's UFC. That's UFC Fight Night on ESPN's first one. In Brooklyn, New York. Huh? Huh? Oh, shit. And they got some. They got D. They got Dillashaw on this. Hardy is making his uh, UFC debut. Greg Hardy. He's an NFL uh, player that um, for abusing his girlfriend or wife got kicked out. A lot of shit like that. That's why it's interesting that he's on the same card with Rachel Osovich. A lot of people think they did it on purpose, but let's just see if Greg Hardy is um, going to do good in the UFC. He's going against Alan Crowder, um, Gregory Gillespie, Yancey Medeiros. That's a good one, guys. Holy shit. Oh, man. Joseph Benavidez versus Dustin Ortiz. Damn. Glover Teixeira versus fucking Ian Kupatabla. Sorry I fucked up your name, but damn it. <laughs> Donald Cerrone versus fucking Hernandez is on this. Don't forget. Joanne Clanderwood. JoJo. She's on this card. Man, who else? Bermudez. Dennis Bermudez is on this We, holy shit, guys! Damn. Okay. Man, they're putting on some epic fucking fights to start off at ESPN, eh? Two thousand and nineteen is gonna be with a fucking bang. Can't wait. We'll break down these very, very slowly and meticulously. I don't know if we do it like that, but. Wee. That's a good card, guys. Damn. But yeah, UFC 232. What did we take away from it? Megan Anderson displayed some beautiful new techniques that we have to fucking watch and consider if we consider these illegal techniques. Or is she using the ball of her foot, the heel of her foot to tie to blind her opponent? Or is she using her toe to drive to poke like you do with your fingers? I mean, look about it. It's a technique. We see fighters use their fingers all the time as a technique. We've seen it. We know it. I love you, John. You're my 
fucking one of my favorite. You're the goat, man. You are. But you're one that has your hands out. You know, you have your hand out like this, close up, pawing. Not like fucking reaching out. There's a difference. There's a reason why. You know, you go for an eye. Like, you might not want, you don't want to poke them, but you want to, you know, fuck up them so they can't see right. Like, not stupid, Cupid. <laughs> so I think we learned that, or we need to pay attention to that with this fighter. Megan, you're amazing, but you're doing a new technique that nobody's really paying attention that you're utilizing. Pretty fucking great. Um, yeah, Amanda Nunes, the fucking goat of the women's. What can you say to that? John Jones, <clears throat> the goat. Let's see, um, anything else crazy happens out of that? And yeah, guys, happy New Year's. I hope you guys have a great, great day and night. Be safe. Nothing crazy. Remember, use a Uber, Lyft. There is no reason to drink or drive, and there's no reason to get fucked up and drive. Okay? Don't do it. It's not worth it. I hope you guys have a great one. Go to glovedrop.ca. And yeah, some changes are you guys. I hope you guys are seeing some changes to the website. Having some fun. Making it look better. Go show your love and support. T-shirts, sweaters, hoodies. Get them all. All your merch at glovedrop.ca. Love and peace, guys. Till next time. Peace in the Middle East. Woo!